Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. My name is Andrew Murata, host of the show. It is show number 77, and happy to be back on air here at the Port Jervis Library and on your computer or phone, live on Facebook. We are also live on Voice Ed Radio Canada, and we are on our way to getting the show on Disrupt Ed TV. So if they are broadcasting this one, we are excited about that relationship as well. Uh, again, my name is Andrew Murata. Excited to be back on. We do have a couple public service announcements before we get to our guest today. She's live in studio here at the, the library, Taylor Hardy. Taylor is a science teacher in Port Jervis and doing her administrative internship. So she's dipping her toe into the water of leadership, and she's got a lot of great things going on in her life. So we decided to squeeze her in and, and, and all the busy things she has going on. So we're going to be meeting Taylor uh, in a moment. I do want to give a shout out to our school district. Again, that's Port Jervis, New York. Our good friend Jared Kamar is the principal at HBE Elementary uh, in Cutterbackville. And they are doing something to get a grant through ShopRite. And you can vote on our school website. Just go right to Port Jervis Schools. Uh, Google that. And it's, it, it pops right up on the website. And just uh, put your vote down for HBE. Uh, they can win a, a great grant that's going to provide some uh, outdoor equipment for our kids. And Mr. Kamar asked us to do that for him here on uh, Education, Leadership, and Beyond. So we are doing that to try to get our school that grant. Again, go to the Port Jervis website and uh, pull up that link and just hit vote for HBE, and, and it'll bring you right to it. All right? The second thing, if you're enjoying the show, if you're liking it, um, give us a positive review on iTunes. Those help. Uh, if you like my book, here it is behind us, The Principle Surviving and Thriving, a review on Amazon also goes a long way. Uh, so that would be great. If you are watching the show live, leave a question or comment for myself or our guest today, Taylor Hardy, and we'd like to interact with you during the show. Uh, we have several viewers right here now to start. And uh, if you are watching live, put that question on there or comment for Taylor or myself, and I'd like to get that on the show. All right, so let's get started. Uh, the name of the show is Just Getting Started, and uh, as I mentioned, Taylor is doing her administrative internship. So with a new school administrator, uh, I have a brand new AP at our school now, and again, uh, Taylor is our intern. What are some things that I can help her with? What are some advice that I could leave her with? What would be the three top things that I would tell Taylor to focus on, right? Because there's so many things that she's doing now, learning. And uh, just in one day, there's so many things that happen. Um, Taylor's been calling parents. Taylor's been doing a lot of things in her internship. And if I could just give her three, the top three bits of advice. And I floated them around and I changed some in and out. And I have a lot of these in my book uh, that I was happy to share out. But the first one is, it's all about the relationships. It's all about developing those relationships with the kids and with the adults that you work with. You're going to add programs. You're going to add technology. You're going to get new things. But it's all about your people. And that's got to be your focus. It's not programs. It's the people. 
work on those relationships, do the things that grow uh, and tighten the, that relationship and, and develop trust with them. When you say you're going to do something, you have to do it. You have to acknowledge your people. You have to celebrate your people. You have to support your people. So it's all about your people. That's number one. And in line with that, number two is it's the little things that matter, right? I tell a story in the, the book I wrote, The Principle Surviving and Thriving. Our former superintendent, John Exanthus, who is now the superintendent at Valley Central School District in Montgomery, New York. The little things. John Exanthus knew that I was doing the marathon on a certain Sunday with my dad. And a quick call Monday morning, as soon as he got into the office, he called 6.30, 6.40 in the morning, and he left me a message. Andrew, I know you did the marathon yesterday with your dad. Just was calling to see how everything went, and uh, I know that was big for you, so I wanted to get the uh, the information from you, right? Check in with me. Well, little did he know that my dad had passed away after that marathon, after his fourth marathon with us. Uh, if you haven't watched it, go to YouTube, Joe Marotta Marathon. Great tribute uh, video there from my, uh, about my dad and, and our story. But the little thing, so I come back a week later after my dad had passed away. There's 46 messages on my um, phone. And who's the first one from? John Exanthus, where I heard that message, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, here's the superintendent of the school district. But that little phone call, going that little uh, uh, above and beyond, a little bit extra that he cared to ask about how the marathon went with my dad. Because number one, he took the time to ask about that. And number two, he took the time to call and and check in with me. So I'll never forget that. So Taylor's sitting to my left here. It's the little things that matter. So take care of those little things. And it makes the big things easy. The last advice I would give her, change takes time. Taylor was a Division One. Uh, soccer player in college at University of Rhode Island. We're going to talk about that. Taylor's done some cool things. She's building a, a team here. She's our head soccer coach. And change takes time. JV, <laughs> it's okay. You're, you're part of you and being there. Got the dynamic duo. It's the little things, right? And she's you know saying it's JV. Um, but wherever Taylor lands as an administrator, she's going to have some ideas of things she wants to do. Uh, she's going to try to make some change with some things. And I've learned over time, I've been at 14 years at Port Jervis, things take time. You might be ready to do something, but are all your people ready? Are they on board? Have you explained it? Have you had let some, given them some time to let it settle of what you're trying to do and why? The power of why is so important. So you put all those things in there to try to implement change. Just know, just put it in your pocket, it takes time. So if you are a newer administrator, we met our friends from Beekman Town a few weeks ago here on the show, things take time. So be ready for that. You're not coming in and just painting a wall and something's going to be different, okay? It takes time to make those. So number one, it's all about relationships. Number two, it's really the little things that matter. And number three, things take time. That's my advice for Taylor. If you are watching and, uh, and you're a newer administrator, those are some tips that I would uh, say for you. So that being said, let's bring Taylor in. I'm going to scoot over, and here she comes. Taylor, welcome to the program. Thank you. Yeah. 
You're on it. Is this your first podcast? Have you ever done a podcast before? Never did no. a podcast, no. Okay. Well, you're live. Don't worry. You can't screw anything up. You're only live on okay. this. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is Taylor Hardy. Taylor is a science teacher. Uh, she is our soccer coach. She played Division One soccer at the University of Rhode Island. And uh, she is an enthusiastic leader who uh, is jumping in. So I'm excited to have you on the show, Taylor. Thank you. Why excited to be here? Why why your administration uh, certificate? Why are you you stepping into the field of administration? Well, to be honest, I didn't know I wanted to do that. Um, it's sort of how I came about being a teacher. So uh, when I first went to college, I didn't know I wanted to be a teacher, and I kind of say that teaching found me. What was your major? What you uh, major? Well, I started in marine biology because I was always interested in you know, jumping in the ocean and going scuba diving. Um, and then I kind of wanted to get into marine archaeology, so I switched to anthropology. So I didn't really have that mindset of teaching, you know. That wasn't something when I was growing up. I always wanted to be a teacher. Um, so I, after college, I went and I worked on a tall ship, which if you don't know what tall ships are, they kind of look like big pirate ships. <laughs> so it was around the time of... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So that was like everybody's mindset was like, oh, you're a pirate. Um, <laughs> so take and I, teach like a pirate to a new level. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I went to um, Maryland on the Chesapeake Bay and I worked on a tall ship and it was the, they call it the school ship of the Chesapeake. So what we did is we'd have kids come on the boat in the morning and the afternoon as, as like a field trip type of thing. And then in the summertime we did, uh, they had a really good gifted and talented program in Maryland where they'd have the kids come on the boat. Nine kids had to fill out all this paperwork. They had to sign up and, you know, do essays. And so we picked nine kids and then they'd come on the boat and they'd stay on the boat for a week. So we were in charge of those children and keeping them alive and teaching them things. So uh, I did that the first year as just the deckhand educator where, you know, I really immersed myself in the education and I taught myself how to teach the kids so that was my first step of becoming an educator. And, and this is like summer after freshman year, or you were a little more into college? No, I, I had graduated college. Oh, okay. So this was after college. Okay. Um, I think it was 2005, if I remember correctly. But uh, so I did that, and then they asked me to come back as the education director. So that's what I did, and I I really liked it. I, I kind of moved away from some of the sailing aspects, which a lot of people do in that field, um, and so I kind of got into more of the education part of it. And, you know, the president of the company was like, you know, you're really good at this. You should really think about this. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe I will think about it. <laughs> so I kind of got into that. And uh, but I still had my anthropology degree. So I went and I did archaeology for a little bit. Uh, but in between during the winter time, I'd come to Port Jervis and I'd substitute teach. So I've had some of the kids that are now in high school or have even graduated. Mm -hmm. I had them when they were in elementary school and, you know, learning myself how to become a better educator just by getting thrown into being a substitute. But, you know, I'd come home with all these stories, you know, like this happened and this happened. And my parents were kind of like, you know, why don't you think about being a teacher? You know, you seem like you really enjoy it. And, you know, so I, I, started kind of getting the wheels turning and and so that's kind of how I became an educator it kind of found me that's what I like to say so now being it going into administration uh at first I didn't think I really wanted to be an administrator so I it wasn't really on my you know my path I guess you could say because I really like being a teacher but 
part of the reason I like being a teacher is that you get to impact so many kids' lives. But as I started to, you know, kind of delve into the administrative, you know, theme, I guess you could say, I found that, you know, you can almost have more of an impact on a lot more kids' lives if you do it the right way, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. you never see principals out of their office. Mm -hmm. Not this principal. But <laughs> We're on the move. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's the way you kind of take the job, I guess. So now it's kind of getting my wheels turning and turning more and more that, you can really have more of an impact and you know it's it's a hard decision for me because i do like being in the classroom and today i it was the end of the school day and it felt like it flew by i didn't even feel like i did a job today kind of i mean i don't want to say it like that but um so if you love what you're doing it kind of you know you don't really realize that you're doing the job i guess but and it's not always like that there's hard days but uh for the most part i you know have really good days and so I don't know. I, I'm kind of going through that process right now. Do I want to do that? Do I want to do this? So I'm in the beginning stages of the internship. So, but I like, I really like what I'm doing so far in my internship and getting to see all the aspects of how schools are run and, and stuff like that. Okay. So I'm a hands talker. So. What is, uh, and that's good. We, we're Italian here on the show. What has, what is something that you've seen? What is something that you've learned and said, hmm, I never realized that. Um, you know, what is something that you've seen? Uh, well, definitely communication is a huge part of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not always what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. And not that I didn't realize that before, but I'm definitely seeing more of, you know, that as a bigger picture and trying to make everybody feel like they're important and, and wanting to get their opinion on things. I think that's a really important thing. And, you know, something Todd Whitaker says is, you know, you find your good teachers and you, you kind of take things from, from them. And when I, this is something that I always remember. And when I was little, I did ballet. Like I did everything when I was little, my parents threw me <laughs> into everything. I did, you know, ballet, piano, all the sports. Uh, but so my ballet teacher would say, steal the energy from the person next to you. So I would always, I would like literally like suck the air and be like i'm stealing the, <laughs> the energy <laughs> she likes to laugh i don't know if you've noticed that here on the show yet. so i would steal the energy from people so you know if somebody does something good you want to you know see what they're doing and and you know kind of take that and do what they're doing like casey stankunas was my mentor teacher and her teaching methods are a lot like what my teaching methods are like you know we'd like to have fun in the classroom and try to bring the the lessons to life and, and we actually do a science camp together um in the summertime at Brandwine and we I try not to do the same lesson twice I try to you know if it's notes one day I try to do something a little more energetic the next day or you know writing on tables with chalk markers the next day or you know doing speed dating things the next day with different topics so and a lot of what I do is what she does in the classroom or, or we've kind of like fed off each other or I stole from her because she's like, oh, this is a really cool thing. And so we'll kind of go back and forth. So it almost is like a perfect marriage that we're, our classrooms are connected. So sharing. Yeah. Taylor, you mentioned communication. What What is something else that you in your internship that you've learned or uh, that you saw that has been surprising to you? Uh, just that your time management skills are really important. So you're always busy. I mean, you're, you're in the class, you're in the jumping around the classrooms or you're in the office cause there's a discipline problem. 
but then you also have to share your time to other people. So, you know, your, your time management skills are, are really important. And even if you feel like you get a second, you know, I, I always feel like you should be doing something, you know, like you, and you know, I'm, I do security, I do arts classes. So I'm, I'm always trying to do, I don't like sitting still and I almost feel like I'm doing something wrong when I'm sitting still. So, uh, that's something as a principal or administrator, you're you're always kind of on the move, or I think you should be, uh, but you're always busy kind of. So that's what I've been seeing so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots to do. And Taylor squeezed this in. She got called back to school for <laughs> duty tonight. So as soon as she leaves the podcast here, she'll be back to it. Yep. Taylor, you mentioned you had a lot of life experience and your, your parents exposed you to a lot of different things. What are some skills that you feel that you possess that you've you know will benefit you if and when you do become an administrator well i'm definitely a hard worker i mean i just like i said i don't really like to sit still very often um i try to immerse myself in everything i try to talk to everyone uh so that's been something that i've been trying to do in my internship i try to talk to everybody and kind of get their perspective so you know i went to our union rep and i talked to him i talked to uh lynette and ray in the athletic department and try to get their aspect of it uh i talked to don priest to to get in to see him i haven't gone and see him director yet, of buildings and grass yeah. <laughs> so i'm trying to get all the aspects of the school because you know i think it's important as an administrator that i mean you obviously are in control of everything so i want to know what everybody's you know concerns are what their day-to-day schedules like um my my advisor at school said you know when he was a principal he used to stay after with the janitors and you know ride around on the zamboni thing to see what they do every day and mm -hmm. you know just w what takes the most time in classes to when they clean things they the art room and the science rooms take the most time so you know you, you kind of i want to immerse myself in all aspects of what goes on in the school and you know how to make it better or improve on things and what what's important and maybe what's not as important, what's important to people, talk to the teachers. So I don't know, that's, that's my, uh, so far okay. project, I guess. And Taylor, you mentioned about the teaching and what you're doing in the classroom and, and Taylor's an excellent teacher. Um, do you see yourself two years, three years, or is this something maybe down the road you'll want to do? Do you, you know, do you see yourself going for an opportunity as soon as you get your certification? Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I think, you know, I want to go through the internship and and complete that. But if something came up, I couldn't say that I wouldn't want to do it because I, I would, I'd never say never, I guess. Uh, never say never, never <laughs> say always. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know. I, I don't have a definite answer for that. But uh, it's something that I would definitely think about and and I'd like to finish the internship and get that completed but uh, yeah. so I don't know we'll see I guess <laughs> and it's a, it's a two-way street you want to find a place that you feel that you can grow and make an impact and they want to have a you know it's got to be it's got to be a good fit not just for them but also for you mm -hmm. so we'll see if and when that opportunity comes but I don't I hope you don't go anywhere <laughs> anytime soon um, as I mentioned Taylor uh, played Division one soccer at the University of Rhode Island. Um, Taylor, what do you think that experience did for you as a leader? Uh, you know, playing in an elite level soccer, she doesn't make a big deal out of it, but that's a big deal, right? Uh, playing at that level. 
What does that bring to the table for you? Uh, well, like I said, I, I, you know, hard work. Definitely, I, I would go from high school practice to club practice, and I'd be at practice pretty much all night, and then I'd have to come home, do my homework. Uh, so that that was something, you know, you have to work hard. Uh, but also, it's kind of dealing with people that are going to tell you you can't do something, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was something that hit home for me that, you know, there's going to be times in life where people tell you, no, you can't do that. And, you know, that's up to you. That's your decision if you want to do something or not. That's that's your decision to, you know, uh, decide, can I do it or can't I do it? And, and it's really up to you to say, no, I'm going to do it. You know, it's not up to somebody else to say, I you know, oh, well, you, you're not good enough. You can't do that. And I'm like, well, yeah, who cares what you say, <laughs> you know? So you, you kind of have to have some perseverance. And, you know, as me as a coach, I don't like telling kids that they can't. And I don't like cutting kids. And in all my years of coaching, I can't say that I've cut a kid because I feel that, you know, and that's not everybody's methodology. But uh, if I'm going to coach somebody, especially at this level, I've – and you know, where we are and what we're doing, I feel like I can improve that, that kid. And, and if I can't, then what am I doing as a coach? You know? So, uh, I don't, that's my methodology. I know not everybody feels that way, but, uh, I, I don't like to say no to people. And I don't like to say you can't do something because that's really up to that person. It's not up to you to be saying that you can't do it. So. Okay. <laughs> Very fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you do you do have to learn to say no uh, in the job, but you also don't want to squash uh, people's dreams and hopes and mm -hmm. creativity, right? There was a big thing about uh, an administration, just say yes, right? Stop saying no to people, just say yes. So maybe you're on to something. <laughs> um, Taylor, you mentioned communication. You mentioned time management. What do you feel are, you know, some of the skills, soft skills, hard skills? What do you think are some of the most important skills of a school administrator? Well, like I said, I think communication is, is important. Uh, also being a good listener and, and trying to listen to everybody. Uh, even if, you know, you can't make everyone's changes, you can make them feel like they're important and, and what they're saying matters. Uh, so that's, I am maybe number one. And that's something that my professor always says. He says, you don't, you treat the person first. So they come in and you're like, you know, they might not be on or something might have gone off, but, you know, so you, you talk to them and say, what can I do for you? What, what's, what's going on? Is it something, you know, what's up with you? So, and that was something that, you know, is a really important thing, I think. And uh, number two, I would say is knowing your stuff. So that's what I'm trying to do. You know, I'm trying to get to know everything as much as I can anyway. Um, like a sponge trying to take it all in. <laughs> Uh, she takes great notes. She's got <laughs> her notes here. I mean, she takes amazing notes. I love your pictures. And yeah, she's got six pages here of information <laughs> here. It's tremendous. I love it. She, Yeah, she writes. I like that. Uh, and being a motivator, I think, is important. So, you know, you're somebody that people want to come to and talk to. And you want to inspire other people to want to, to do your vision, I guess. You know, if, if it's an important vision and you have to motivate the people to see what you're seeing and why it's important and, and to go above and beyond. So do extra. We like that. Taylor, what if, what if, you know, what if the person doesn't want to be motivated? What if the, 
you're a new administrator and you see some areas of improvement in that classroom and that person's more like, hey, leave me alone. I'm not feeling what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think it's a lot like when you're coaching. You know, I try not to tell a kid right off the bat something negative, you know. So I'll go and I'll they call it making a positivity sandwich. So you give us a positive, you know, and it's not something that you just make up because you're trying to say, oh, that's nice colors together. You know, you don't want to. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Good for my self-esteem. You know, not that you're saying something that's phony, but you want to really come up with a positive and, and give them something that they're doing good. And then maybe give a little critique and say, well, I think we could really do this better. But then you you kind of end off with another positive. So, but I really like this and what you're doing in this classroom, you know. So, uh, and it's all like I said before, it's all in the way you kind of talk to people. I think, and I've never had a situation. I mean, I'm I'm not saying I'm the most experienced person ever, but uh, I've been running a soccer camp for I think it's been ten years now. I think next year might be eleven. Uh, I've been doing science camps for a couple years. I've worked on a boat. I've worked in other schools and I've never had a problem with a parent that I, I mean, I don't want to knock on wood, I guess, but <laughs> I don't want to, I've never had a problem that I couldn't fix just by talking and, mm -hmm. you know, and I think something that I was worried about when I was thinking about me and an administrator, maybe some people might have that doubts about me because I'm not this mean person, you know, and I think that's kind of a, preconception maybe that some people feel that you have to be like dropping the hammer all the mm -hmm. time and being mm -hmm. really mean um but i've always found that the way i talk to people i've never had a problem where i had to be that you know ogre of a person and scare people into something so if i had a problem i would just talk to them about it and it usually end up working out fine so and i don't want to say it's never going to happen but uh so I don't know. I, I just think you, you make a positive sandwich. You try to talk to people on, on different types of levels. And maybe the way I talk to you might not be the same way I talk to other people, but that's how you build relationships and mm -hmm. learn how to talk to them. And, you know, especially when you're dealing with people's children, that's, you know, and, and like I said, I've first, had problems. first tip in the book. Yeah, I've, you know, I treat mean, every I've, kid as if they're your kid. Yeah. And I've had problems at camp where this kid wasn't getting along with this kid, but we've talked it out and, you know, we've made solutions. We've kept those kids away from each other in certain situations. So, I mean, I've if there's had been a problem, we've always dealt with it. And I've never had somebody, you know, really, I don't know, I don't want to say, you know, a bad word, but <laughs> they've never come to me and come yelled, at, yeah, yelled sure, at me and, sure. and said that I didn't do something that I shouldn't have done or in the wrong way. So I think you can really mostly talk it out for the most part so good this is taylor hardy she's doing her administrative internship and she is a science teacher with us if you are watching live or if you're watching it on replay or record later leave us a question or comment uh and taylor and i will certainly try to do it live here on the show and or get back to you so my mom's watching your mom's watching <laughs> hey mom <laughs> um taylor you mentioned about again talking and being authentic you know, I gave three points of advice there. Um, you know, what was your take on those things? And is there one that, you know, you might have moved around a little bit? What, what was your feelings on the opening concept of, of that advice? Um, I don't, I think what you said is sort of what I kind of elaborated on. Uh, you know, maybe not, 
I haven't really talked about things that take time, but I think that would come with my being in that position. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and if you have a, a major idea that you're trying to get across, yeah, that, that would take time. And, uh, but I think it comes back to everything else. Like, like I was talking about relationships and those little things and making people feel like they matter and, uh, you know, listening to everybody and, and trying to get around to everyone. And, and that's a hard thing to do. If, if you have so many things going on, it can get lost in the shuffle kind of. So, and, and I, last week I talked to um, Kathleen and, and guidance and mm -hmm. I was asking her questions about, you know, this kid has emotional problems and this kid and where do they go and what do they do? And she was like, I think this is great. You're asking all these questions. You know, not everybody knows that this is what we do. She's, like, you know, we, they think we sit in the, the glass house or something. <laughs> so, and which hurt her feelings that people thought that, you know, and, yeah. and but not everybody would know that, you know. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just getting around and talking to people and, and you know, it, it's stuff that I've been learning about what other people do in, in the school. So. There's a lot of moving parts. And if you can get an understanding, mm -hmm. that's that's great. Yeah, good for you. Thank you. Our friend Dr. Bell from Delaware Valley is watching, <laughs> giving you a shout out. We had a chance to meet with him on some of the great things they're doing over there. Taylor, again, if you're watching the show, they might get a, an aspect of this, but you have a wonderful sense of humor. You, you <laughs> like to laugh. You're celebrating life. Um, do you think that can help you as an administrator? Definitely. Uh, I think as a teacher, it helps me first. Um, you know, there are kids that go through terrible things in life and, you know, I, I'm not saying every part of my life has been perfect, but I had really good parents. And, uh, you know, my my dad is a doctor in Matamoros. He's a chiropractor. And Another commercial. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of name dropping on the show here. I got Cam, I got Dan, my father. Sorry. I got this. Go ahead. What's the name of the chiropractor business? Hardy Chiropractic, of course. Come on. My back. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but he, he's a doctor in, in Matamoros. And, you know, if you went to him, you wouldn't typically think about him as a doctor i don't think I, you know most people go in there and that he starts talking to you like he's one of your friends and you know if you want to know all the scientific terms and you want to know this and that and every little bone like he'll you know list it off for you because you could do that but he doesn't make you feel that you're less than or talking down to you because he's the doctor you know he's talking to you know like you're a human being and that's something that you know my classroom like I was saying, some kids have gone through terrible things, but they, I would hope, feel safe in my classroom. And, you know, I can't get rid of some kids. <laughs> you know, they come into my room and, and they have them for a year. And then the next year they're coming back and bringing me presents and stuff. And, it, you know, you build those relationships. And, you know, and like I said, it, I'm not saying I had a perfect life. I'm not saying I had a terrible life. But, you know, you it's your perspective on life that you put out there. So, I think, you know, if I was a principal that didn't have a good outlook or I wasn't, I'm not going to say happy all the time, but, you know, if I wasn't laughing and happy, then why most people probably wouldn't want to come see me. And, you know, there's probably people you can think about that are not the happiest people. Like, do you really want to be around those people? You know, you want to be around people that are happy and, you know, make you feel good. Or yeah. I think you should want to be around those people. And, if you don't, you might want to take a look on what's going on inside of you. But um, so I don't know. I like to I smile at everybody, even if I'm in the grocery store. <laughs> I'm smiling at people. I see kids in the grocery store that used to be my students and we still talk. So I mean, it's not just a relationship. 
because they're my students or, you know, I want them to get a passing grade, but I want them uh, to have that experience and I want to be able to talk to them and build those relationships and not just, you know, not just the hour I see them every day. Sure. Well, like you said about sucking the energy, right? Well, you, you do give off that positive energy and I know sometimes in our long faculty meetings, uh, I can <laughs> tell a corny joke, and I know I'm going to get that laugh. Uh, and yes, your mom is saying that you had a perfect <laughs> Zip it, mom. <laughs> um, but you mentioned about your dad and the way he talks to people. You know, Malcolm Gladwell writes in his book, Blink, about the relationships with people that they did a study about why some doctors get sued and why other doctors don't. Mm -hmm. And it's all about that relationship. If people love their doctor and they made an error, they're less likely to get sued if they don't talk down to the people, uh, if they listen and they develop that relationship. So that's a great point uh, about your dad and, and what you do at the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cool. Okay, Taylor, what what do you think might be a challenge for you? You met, we talked about some of the things that you're good at and your skills. You know, is there some people are afraid of public speaking? Uh, you know, your writing skills. Where where is an area that you think like, hmm, I'm really got to work at this before I become uh, a principal or assistant principal. Hmm, that's a tough one. Um, I don't. Know, I mean, I'm just. I I think maybe just the experience part. I'm building that now, mm -hmm. so that's mm -hmm. something that you're always learning. I mean, I, I like I said before, I'm a sponge, so I try to like absorb everything. I'm always, you know, trying to learn at everything I do. Even if I go somewhere new, I'm trying to learn about what happened here, what, you know, so I, I think it's really about you and how you handle things. So I guess now it would be about me and how I handle things. Um, but I would try to absorb as much as I can in that time that I'm supposed to be learning. And then as you go on, like you said before, you're not always perfect. Um, you need to know how to apologize sometimes if you do make a mistake, you know, or I think everybody has to learn that. But uh, so you know, you learn as you go, I guess. So we'll see how it how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you mentioned about the life experiences you've had, the places you've traveled. You have done a lot. And in those scenarios, you know, you know what it's like when that kid is tired the next day after a soccer match or a kid that has been all over the place all summer and did a bunch of stuff versus the kid that's been home all summer and can't wait back to get back to school. Mm -hmm. um, but kudos again to your folks and, and for you having those life experiences because you have an understanding of, of how to talk to people, mm -hmm. you know, and you bring that positive energy. So, all right, Taylor, I know you got to get back to work. So <laughs> we're, we're going to get to rapid fire. These are uh, quick answers. Um, so let's get to it. Uh, last book you read. Well, I'm reading a book right now about administrative internship. Mm -hmm. Look at that. <laughs> Uh, right. Before that the was standards based administrative internship. <laughs> that makes me want to dive in. Uh, it, it just the, the title catches me. You should. This is a good book for you. Is it good? Put yeah. it back up here. Let's see. I'm teasing here. Go ahead. Do so you reading this that is now? For my uh, school professor. One quick takeaway from that book, Doctor Sanisi. Uh, it's just it's it's really just how your internship should be going and you know, things that you should be experiencing. And I haven't read the whole thing yet, but um, it's just, you know, how to get more out of your internship kind of a thing. So. You've been doing a podcast on your internship. <laughs> exactly. Last movie you saw. Uh, I actually just watched 
uh, Will You Be My Neighbor? I think it's called oh, that, Mr. Rogers. It's out. It was on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you can watch anything. You can we, find it. We did a show on uh, We did a show on that. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Favorite place to travel? Uh, anywhere, honestly. I, I mean, I like to go and just learn about things. I I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite place, but I'd like I'd like to go anywhere and travel. I haven't the last couple of day, uh, years I haven't gone over the summer because I got a house, so <laughs> so I have to get back on the traveling. Favorite place to play against when you were traveling with Rhode Island? <sighs> where did you like to go? People like to go to you there, Newport, yeah. and Kingston, Rhode Island. I don't. Know. I think just probably staying home was because my parents would come to Newport too and. At, when we had home games, so that was good because I got to go to Newport and hang out because mm. our campus wasn't on Newport. Get a nice but, meal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Red Parrot. <laughs> Get the spots. <laughs> Best thing about being a science teacher? Uh, just my experience with the kids, uh, getting to, you know, if I can spark something in a kid that makes them think that science is fun and and get to see that or watch them figure things out or, and just have the relationships with the kids. A ch the biggest challenge you have being a teacher? A challenge, I think, is uh, competing with cell phones. Um, that could be a really long podcast. But, you know, as a teacher, you try to be more interesting, I, I think, anyway. Um, you know, and it's really hard when they can get, find whatever they need on a phone. But you have to kind of be out there and be more interesting and exciting. And times that can be hard. Um, but... I think that's that's a challenge, but I try to face the challenge and, yeah. and get it done. So. That's a great that's a great answer. And I heard a great quote about, you know, our job is not to lead them to water. Mm -hmm. Our job is to make them thirsty, mm -hmm. right? Because they could get anything on that phone. But what story is Taylor talking about? What experience is Taylor giving in the classroom that's making it interesting for that kid? So that's a great point. Uh, what is something that motivates you? Uh I what motivates me is making me or feeling that I'm making a difference that motivates me. So having that George Bailey moment to feel like I am, you know, making a difference in somebody's life, you know, you might not know exactly what it is, but uh, hopefully I've been making some differences. But you know, that that's what motivates me. Nice. Three most important qualities of a good soccer coach. Uh, I think the most important qualities of a soccer coach is kind of the same things that I said as a administrator, which would be a good communicator, listener, knowing your stuff, um, and being a good motivator. So something my dad always said when I was growing up was when you're green, you grow, when you ripe, you rot. So uh, you're always trying to grow and get better and, and grow at what you're doing. So I've said that to the, <laughs> the kids that I coach. And they always remember it. <laughs> they keep bringing it up. I'm like, you still remember that? <laughs> so, you share, you've said that before. That's a great. Say it again so our audience can hear that. When you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. That's awesome. So and she's growing, growing as a leader, as a, as a teacher. That's great. Uh, what is something that gets under your skin as a coach, a pet peeve of yours? Uh, well, it's kind of something silly and stupid, but uh, just when the kids are dribbling a ball and you're talking or moving a ball around, it's just like, just stop. Stop moving the ball. Just listen to what I'm saying. So. The laugh doesn't come out with that. <laughs> no. the, the bark. Oh, come on. <laughs> put that ball down. Yeah. Or put it under your foot or something. Besides your job and your family, what is something that you are most proud of? Uh, well, I just bought a house last year. So I worked hard and I saved a lot of money. 
and I bought a house on the lake up in Chihola. So that was pretty cool time. And nice. Decorating the house and doing that. A homeowner as well. We left that out of the intro. Yeah. Short-term personal goal, three to five months. Um, short term, I just to stay healthy. Um, I started to get into yoga, so in all um, in all your spare time, yeah. <laughs> so trying to get a little bit more flexible, maybe lose a little weight, but that's that's the short term. And long term personal goal, three to five years. Um, three to five, maybe become an administrator. We'll see what happens. She's putting uh, her name out there if you're watching. <laughs> Um, We're looking for a job. We're not going to release her from the job here. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Keep her. Okay. Taylor, you mentioned a bunch of camps and things that you do, coaching and the science camp. How can people get in touch with you? How could they learn more about those things? Um, well, on Facebook, I have the Soccer Star Camps. That's my Facebook page for soccer camp. Um, that's probably the best way. I answer every, pretty much everything on there, but... Um, I also just recently got a Twitter account. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, have, what, and what would that Twitter handle be? I haven't even been on it that, that often, but I, I believe it's Hardy underscore T. We have that right here. Let's confirm that. Where is that? H-A-R-T-E-Y. H-A-R-T-E-Y underscore T. Yep. That's Taylor. So you can follow her on Twitter. She's going to be putting out a lot of good notifications. And before we get to our ending quote, I got a, one quick funny story. Taylor obviously has a sense of humor. You saw it here on the show. She brings the energy. Uh, when we interviewed Taylor for the job, we always make them do a writing assignment at the end. And kind of like our rapid fire here, we asked some rapid fire questions. So one of the ones was, what was the last concert you went to? So Taylor ended her uh, thing. I, I don't know. Was it, was it you have a favorite quote? Or was it the no, concert? No, one? it was a concert. Yeah. yeah. So the I, last, what was the last concert you went to? And it was Lionel Richie at Bethel Woods. And then she wrote, is it me you're looking for? Hello. Yeah, hello. Hello, is it me you're looking for? We we liked Taylor. We were going to hire her. But that was the final straw. That was, you know, because you could tell she had a sense of humor. She had some personality. And if she was writing that to the principal, the people she was interviewing with, you knew she could, as our friend Tony DeMarco would say, dance. So that was funny. <laughs> I always remember that. Uh, hello, is it me you're looking for? And I felt like port after I did write that and you got it, I felt like Porter's got me. So yeah. then I was like, all right, yeah. I, can, I can do that. And here you are doing your yeah. admin, uh, admin internship. Uh, Taylor, you also had another quote besides that one, your dad. So why don't we end the show with that great quote here? Okay, so my quote is, if it's important to 